Good morning, R&B Jams. This is Judy Jacobs um, with um, Answers for Questions, my ministry, uh, which my email is Judy, A-N-D Richard, 333 at gmail.com if you have any you know, answers or feedback. Good morning, Jackie. Thank you for having me on your program. I always look forward to it. And good morning, listeners. Uh, you might want to get yourself a notebook and pencil or pen. The title of my message today is, What is the Gospel? You know, um, the Word of God says we can make it of none effect. What good is that? What good is that? You know, a long, long time ago, back in the ages before, God had his heaven, and there was a being there named Lucifer. He was the light bearer. He was over the gym garden of God. He even had gems inside his body that glowed. He was one of, if not the most beautiful being that God made. He was the covering cherub. And he got greedy. He said, I will ascend above the throne of God. There is no above the throne of God. And so he bartered with one-third of all the angels of God. And he made merchandise of God's gifts. And he bribed them to follow him. You know, in Genesis chapter 1, it says the earth was formless and void, but if you do research on that, it was actually, should have been translated, the earth became formless and void. So there was a world before Adam and Eve which fell. Giant mastodons have been found eating green leaves. Giants have been found. Rocks and things that are so big no humans could have done it and moved them and the patterns that they've been moved in have been found. That is from that previous world that fell. And God wanted a family. And so he said in Genesis, let us, meaning all of the Godhead, let us make man in our image, in our likeness. So God made man in his image. What an honor. What an honor to be made in the image of the Creator, Yah. And God made a beautiful garden on the earth, and he called it the Garden of Eden. And he placed the man that he had made there, and then he later made the man a mate, Eve, which means mother of all living. And he told them there was one rule. Don't eat from the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, the tree of knowledge of good and evil and that serpent was already in that tree who originally was Lucifer 
He hated God. He hated that God was going to make man <clears throat> in his image, in his likeness. And Lucifer, who became Satan, the devil, also referred to in the word as the great dragon or the serpent, decided he wanted man to be in his image, in his likeness. So he enticed Eve to eat of that fruit. Whatever that fruit is, God does not clarify. But there are some clues in the word. When people ask Jesus, where did these tares come from? There was the wheat and the tares. And he said, an enemy has sown these. An enemy has sown these. And when he went to the Pharisees and Sadducees, and they didn't accept him, they said, our father is Abraham. And he said, if Abraham were your father, you would have believed me. You are of your father, the devil. There's so much that we don't know, but God gives clues. He said he spoke in sundry times and various places in riddles. And the wicked will never see. He said the wicked will never see. He did the word of God for his people. And as for the wicked, he said, professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. And you might say, why is she talking about this? What is the gospel? The gospel is the good news. The good news of the kingdom and his righteousness. Because there was plenty of bad news. Every child born is born evil. Like it or not. Born fallen. In a fallen state. Because of what our forefathers did. And the gospel is where Jesus, they were in heaven and they said, who will go for us? And he said, I will go. The Godhead was meeting and they said, who will go for us? Because they realized that there's consequence for evil. There is. It's just the way that things are set up. If you throw a stone in a puddle, it's going to splash. There are certain things that are set up, and God has a set of scales. He weighs everything on the scales, and he hates unjust scales. And so, there's cause and effect. When Eve ate from that forbidden fruit, she brought decay into her body. And her body began to decay at that moment. It was corrupted And if God had not made a way back through Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, there would have been absolutely no hope whatsoever for any of mankind. Because whether people like it or not, the truth doesn't move. The truth is absolute. They don't want absolutes at this time in history, but 
they can't make them go away because they're you know they're on the rock god it's his creation i once asked my little girl when she was 6 years old i said honey she loved to play with sculpey and play doh and clay and make things and i said honey what if you made your pretty little world and everything was so beautiful and then all the little things you made begin to turn exceedingly ugly what would you do she said I'd smash them, Mama. I'd smash them. That brought understanding to my six-year-old that God created a magnificent earth. He created beings, humankind, in His image. And they begin to change. They begin to change into the image of Satan. That's what it's always been about. Whose image are you going to be in? And so, when the Godhead met, they said, Who will go for us? And at that time, Jesus was known as the Word. He was a member of the Godhead. And he said, I will go. And so, he came to the earth and was born of a virgin whose name was Mary whom the Holy Spirit hovered over her body, and she became pregnant with the offspring of the living God because he was going to pay for mankind's sin, those that would accept. He was totally perfect. He was born in a manger as the Lamb of God, what more fitting place for a little lamb to be born than in an animal manger? That was what God chose. And he became a carpenter because he's working on a building, the city of the living God. And that's why the Masons and all those other things, they're working on a building too, but it's not the city of the living God, it's the city of Satan. So, around at the age of 12, Jesus realized who he was. And his mother was looking for him, and they found him. And he was with the, the wise ones, and he said that he had to be about his father's business. So at the age of 30, he began his earthly ministry. He began to explain that he became the way, the truth, and the life eternal for anyone who would accept his sacrifice to pay for their sins. It takes humility, and it takes searching, and it takes devotion to God, our Creator, to find salvation. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except by me. No one, no one comes to the Father except by me, Jesus said. He said, I am the door. 
If anyone tries to come in any other way, that one is a thief and a robber. And it is choice. And ever since he died for mankind, there's been a war on earth between Satan and God for the soul of man. And, and, you know, Satan is the king over the children of pride. And there's been many, many, many ones say, Oh, you know, it's your thing. You know, you do what you want to. It's your truth. Uh, there's many ways. Uh, we're going to ascend and uh, we're going to be like God. You know, all these things which are going to take their soul away forever in eternity and there will never be any hope for those people if they do not turn to the one that created them and knows them better than anyone and accept his sacrifice to pay for all of their sin. And that is good news. There was no way to eternal life until Jesus died for us after our forefathers turned their back on God and disobeyed Him. So many people believe in this or that religion. But we got to understand that Jesus Christ is not a religion. He is the Word of God in heaven. There is nothing made, nothing created that was created except by Him. He is the son of Yah. They are not the same being. So many people are so confused about everything. And Satan is the author of confusion. And the reason that they are confused is they do not go back to the word and read the word of the living God and research in Strong's Concordance to get back to the original Greek, Aramaic, and Hebrew to find out what the word of God really says. They do not seek their creator. They listen to the king of pride. And they say they're going to ascend. That's what he told Eve. You'll be like God. That's what you'll be. You won't die. But Eve died. Her soul died that day. It fell. It was no longer a spiritual soul. They knew they were naked and she brought forth children in pain. And Adam had to till and do his work. It wasn't that way before they listened to Satan. Satan didn't care about Adam and Eve. He wanted to pollute them. He hated God with a vengeance. But vengeance is God's. And he says, I will repay. So right, be, right now, God says, I have set before you. Life and death. Choose life. And Jesus is that way to life. We must humble ourselves and be as a child and say, God, I have nothing to pay for my wrongs with. I am a fallen being. My forefathers sinned and passed it on to me through inheritance. I need help. I need help. I need a Savior. No one can save but Jesus the Christ. Buddha may sound good, but he's not going to give you eternal life. If you base it on yourself, 
If you can't look around and see that mankind has fallen, and you base your righteousness on yourself, you're going to lose your soul. We have to come to Jesus and call out to him and say, I need you to save me. I need to be born again. Jesus says no one will enter the kingdom of God unless their spirit is born again. The spirit is who you are. You're dwelling in this temple, the body. But your spirit being is who you are. And we're born with a fallen spirit. But when we ask Jesus in our heart, He makes all things new and we get a perfect spirit. You know, I've been talking to some people and they've said once saved, always saved. You know, that once you dedicate your life to the Lord, that you can't ever turn back. But God talks very clearly in His Word. And His Word is the foundation. His Word is what's true. Our opinions are not true. And He talks about blotting people's names out of the book of life. That means those names were in there. There will always be choice to depart from God because He does not want robots. Some will depart from God. He talks about it all through when he says to the seven churches. He says, hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Hear. He said, be careful how you hear. Be careful how you see. He told one of the churches that if they didn't shape up, he was going to remove their candlestick. That's their light. He is very clear that we will always be made in His image. Creatures of choice. He doesn't want to force us to serve Him. He wants us to love Him and choose to serve Him because we love Him. We can look at His butterflies and His creation and see Him. So what is the gospel? The gospel is the good news to a much needy people. He talked to the seven churches and he told them some of them were naked and they thought that they had it all together. But they didn't. He told the Pharisees and Sadducees, Yes, you have the word, but you refuse to come to me. Jesus is the only way, the only truth, and the only life. No other being, dead or living, can give anyone eternal life because they do not have it to give. Jesus is the Creator. He is the God-man. He is the Son of the living God. And in Hebrews chapter 1, God told the angels to worship Him. It says in the Holy Word that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord to the glory of God Almighty. So this earth is the deciding place. We have been put here to decide who we're going to serve. Joshua drew a line in the sand. He said, choose this day who you will serve. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. It is a decision, a determination that has to be made by every human. And if the decision to accept the good news of the kingdom and the payment for our sin is not made, we will be eternally 
lost. There's only two kingdoms. There's God's kingdom and there's Satan's kingdom. And they are at war right now. And if you can't see that, you have shut your eyes. And the, and the uh, battle is coming down to the end. The new world order is coming in. Um, the mark of the beast is here. People have to choose quickly. There's not much time left to choose. And it won't be too long until the first fruits of God, who are the bride of Christ, are collected. The bridegroom will come for them in the first watch. The last seven years has started. It, it started with the peace agreement on September 15th, 2020. The midway point of that will be March the 24th, 2024. The bride of Christ will leave shortly below, before that. The Antichrist will manifest and he will sit in the middle of April 2024. And then those that won't take the mark of the beast will be beheaded. It's written and it'll happen. God told us ahead of time. He loves us. He wants us to come to him. He gave his son. His son not only suffered on the cross, but the Word of God says He became sin for us. He went down into the netherworld. And He suffered for every human being's sin. He suffered more than any being has ever suffered. This great God who made the bluebird. This great God emptied Himself and took a slave's form for His creation. The Godhead is more than one member, so heaven wasn't empty when Jesus came down here to die for men. He was the one that chose to come, and God calls him Yehoshua, and God is Yah, the Father. And Jesus made a way back to the Father in Israel. They, they wanted earthly kings they could see, but God even then wanted to be their God, their king. Man has always wanted pompous kings. But that day is rapidly, rapidly coming to an end. There is only one king, the king of eternity, the king of kings, the Lord of lords, and his father. And if you'll read in Revelation to the churches, some will be given the gift of being able to sit on his throne with him. His bride will sit on his throne with him. Everyone's not part of the bride. Only the first fruits. There's the friends of the bridegroom. There's the virgin companions of the bride. And he said the least in the kingdom of heaven was greater than John the Baptist. So he wasn't part of the bride. But he was God's child. We all have different callings. But one thing's for sure. We'll have none of those callings without Jesus Christ. We have to ask Jesus to come into our heart and cause us to be born again a new spirit being, then we have to read His Word, start with the New Testament, and ask Him to open it to us because the Holy Spirit is the only one that can open the Word of God and Jesus is the only mediator to God through which we can read the Word of God and have the Holy Spirit explain it to us. He did all that for us. That's how much he loved us. The devil wanted to ruin it for us and corrupt us forever. But Jesus made a way back to the living God and all we have to do 
is humble ourselves and accept that beautiful, beautiful payment of His life and His blood poured out on the altar of God for His children. If we accept that and we follow the Lamb where He goes and reads His Word, He will change us from glory to glory and we can live eternally in the new earth and the new heaven the thousand years is straight ahead, and at the end of that, he's going to create a beautiful new earth in heaven. But the thousand years, he's going to rebuild the earth that is right now. And there will be people living there through the whole entire thing. The Word of God says in Isaiah, and there will be many children born. But the ones living right now need to be born again, because all those in that thousand-year kingdom will be born again, too, before the end. And then... He's going to fold the earth up like a garment because it waxed old, it says in Hebrews chapter 1. And he's going to create a new heaven and a new earth for all those that have followed Jesus and made him the Lord of their life and have been born again. That is the good news of the kingdom. Any other choice is foolish because no one can give you eternal life. No one. Only your creator. And Jesus, Yehoshua, is the creator of you and me. So while there's a little bit of time left, we need to ask him in our heart to cause us to be born again. When the bride leaves, the Holy Spirit is going to leave. And the worst time in the history of man and creation is going to start in the spring of 2024 there will be many saved during that time because they'll remember and they'll know that these are true words. But how better to dedicate your life before all that happens and escape all that's coming on the earth. As God commanded in Luke 21, pray always that you be counted worthy to escape all that's coming on the earth. And that's my daily prayer. So, if you want to let me know that you made Jesus your Lord, you can send me a message at judyandrichard333 at gmail.com. That's and with A-N-D. For now, I'm going to sign off, and I pray that as many people as can will come to the Lord this day, because time is running out. God bless you, and have a beautiful day.